Hello, everybody, and welcome to another new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm Terry Barr, your host. Happy to uh, be here with you again today. And if you've been watching the prices at the pump and wondering what's going on, we have the perfect person joining us to explain. Phil Reed is an automotive expert and editor for Nerd Wallet. And Phil, so happy to have you with us today. Well, I'm happy to be with you. Thank you, Phil. Now, um, obviously, the prices have jumped pretty quickly. Is it because maybe more people are deciding to get back in their cars and drive again? And also spring break, more people driving for various holidays? Is that impacting the gas price? Yeah, well, I think that the gas prices are seeing a recovery in the way that many other things are starting to see a recovery after the pandemic. And, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, of course, oil just uh, fell through the floor, basically. And people got very used to and they liked the low gas prices. So now what we're seeing is sort of a recovery, but it feels like a spike in comparison to where we've been over the last year. And then, you know, on top of that, of course, heading into the summer, people are going to start traveling more um, because of the vaccinations and so on. They're going to feel a little more comfortable doing that. Not only that, but road trips are still considered to be the safest way to travel during the pandemic. A lot of people don't want to fly, so they may choose a driving vacation. So all of those things are going to contribute to probably higher gas prices and, and probably a sort of a steady rise and, and then a plateau through the summer. Ah, I like that you said plateau, but I guess right now we're, we're seeing some um, higher average prices than we've seen in quite a while. What are you noticing as, as you take a look at some of those prices? Well, it's funny because people notice the price of gasoline by driving around and seeing gas stations, right. but it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, uh, AAA has a, uh, a really good page and it says that the na national average now is 280, 287. Mm. Uh, however, where I live in Southern California, it's 388. So that's more than a dollar more. Um, in Wisconsin, for example, it's 266. So it's a little bit below that. Uh, Texas is a 263. So, you know, some of the states where they do a lot of oil production, uh, they're, they're going to have uh, lower gas prices. California has a lot of environmental uh, restrictions and, and therefore, you know, the gasoline is ex more expensive to refine. It, it's interesting because I certainly don't expect you to drive from California to Wisconsin where I am to get lower gas prices. But is it true? Can you drive <laughs> no, around? <laughs> no, I know. Exactly. I'd love to have you come visit. Well, but is, yeah, can you actually, um, in just a couple of miles, find different prices that makes it worth it to drive a couple of miles? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't want to be running all over town looking for the lowest. And, and also it's difficult because um, prices fluctuate. It's usually the cash price that's advert or it's often the cash price. So there's a lot of things to process. And I think, you know, people are driving around, they're not directly thinking about gas. They may notice high or low gas. So it's, if you really want to save money on gas, you need to be a little bit more scientific than that. Okay. Well, I think that's a great segue that takes me right to this terrific article that you recently wrote for Nerd Wallet. And you were talking about some of the top tips to help people try to save money at the pump. And you had six ideas. So here's number six. 
and can we still do this one fill up before a spike well we might have missed this one although you know with spikes there can be even higher spikes uh, you know i think that one of the things that caused the actual spike besides just rising prices was some of the um the the weather in texas mm -hmm. and they actually had to close refineries <laughs> so if you hear of things like that, disruptions to the supply chain. Uh, it takes some time for them to hit, you know, the actual local stations. So, you know, it, if you hear about fires in, in the Gulf, you know, like some time ago when they had the oil spills in the Gulf, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, those kinds of things can send a ripple through the entire system. So if you feel it might be going up and you need gas, by all means, you know, buy it. Um, it depends on what schedule you're on. You know, I only get a tank of gas maybe every other week or two. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, but some people are getting it twice a week. Yes, yes. Uh, As we see more cars out on the highways again. Yeah. Yeah. And and back to AAA, they write a little article about here's what to expect. Here's what's predicted. This is going up. It's going down. So, you know, if you have a moment, take a look at that. Uh, it's almost like we get that with economic news anyways. Yes, true. I, I guess it's just all about trying to pay more attention when you know the price is on the way up. And I think at one point we heard um, overall it could hit $4 or more. And obviously in California, you're almost there. Well, we are. And uh, that, that was regular gas that I was uh, citing there. Uh, premium gas is actually, um, well, it's close to $4 now. Mm. Um, I actually have uh, take diesel fuel because I have a diesel engine and that's as high as premium in a lot of cases. So I do have to pay attention to this if I'm gonna save money. Excellent. How about, um, this was another one of your tips. This is number five, uh, going backwards up to number one, um, paying cash. I know so many people don't carry cash anymore, but why is paying cash probably a way to save some money at the pump? Yeah. So. When we say cash, we don't automatically mean paper money. Uh, it can be a debit card, ah. but you, 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 you have to pay attention <laughs> because um, as I mentioned earlier, usually it's the cash price which ad is advertised. And to get that, you can sometimes use a debit card. So if you do have a favorite station, you know it's not hard to figure it out and then go there routinely. But if you're on the road and you're filling up at a new place, you're going to have to find out does that does the cash price literally mean taking paper money in, standing in line, you know, um, then going back for your change, which ah. I consider to be a hassle. Some people, I mean, if you're saving 10 cents a gallon or more um, with the cash price, you've maybe saved a couple of bucks by taking a few extra moments. Yeah, um, yeah. There's also some, um, I know that one of the gas apps actually offers a gas card so you connect it to your bank account and all you can buy is gas with it but it functions as a cash price so um you know in in regards to this whole thing is like so many other things it's kind of complicated but once you focus on it you should be able to 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 figure out what is the cash price and how to get it sometimes it'll be written on the pump the other thing, too, is if you feed your debit card in, make sure that the pump price on the pump drops to the cash price. Uh -huh. You know, if it doesn't go inside, find out why. 
But it's worth it. I, I, yeah. I think that this is really something that is worth doing, even though it takes a little bit of attention that mm-hmm. may take a, a moment or two extra. I love that. That's yeah. a great, great idea and a great tip. Thank you for that. Get a little bit of cash or that debit card. I think that's amazing to even know that um, you can play around with that a little bit. Right. Um, number four in your top six, you said, um, and this may apply too with um, different types of fuel, be sure to buy the right fuel or does the higher grade the higher price, I guess, make a difference for your car. What does right. that mean? Yeah, so this is actually pretty simple, but it, and it comes down to two words, required and recommended. So a lot of manufacturers will say we recommend premium fuel for our car. But so if it's recommended, you can either put it in or you can go to mid-grade or, or even regular. And, and the key there is, Try a tank and see how your car performs. Now, if you were on a drag strip with a clock uh, stopwatch, you <laughs> might be able to see a difference. And there might be a small difference in terms of fuel efficiency, but it doesn't pay for it. And again, studies have shown that if you get a small boost in fuel efficiency by buying premium, it doesn't pay for itself. Ah. So, so if you're looking to save money, your car's probably going to run just fine. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one sort of caveat to this, which is that There is another distinction to gasoline, which you may or may not have heard of. It's called top tier. You hear the term top tier uh, gas, gasoline, and some of the higher name brand stores uh, are selling or stations are selling it. And I think more and more are selling it these days because it's becoming a little bit better understood. Top tier gas basically just means that there are more additives in the gas and it, it will make your car run more cleanly. And in fact, if your car has been kind of dirty from the injectors and carbon buildup inside the cylinders, it will actually clean the car. So the experts say the top tier, although it's about a nickel more a gallon, is worth it. Going to higher grades, unless you have to have it, is not worth it. Do you have any guesstimate on a price difference? Is it usually a couple of cents or even more than that? For the top tier? Yeah. It's no more than a nickel. Really? A, a gallon. Okay. A gallon. So and it's, it's yeah. got some benefits, it sounds like. It's just because what you I, think. When I first heard of it, I thought this is just a marketing thing. Um, <laughs> automotive experts have said that they've actually, you know, run a car, taken the engine apart, and it is cleaner. Um, these days, you know, the state requires quite a few uh, additives and detergents in the gasoline, depending, I mean, in California, it's a lot of stuff is for air quality standards, but uh, the top tier offers even more, which apparently does have a significant difference. Again, this is not the kind of thing that you should roam around looking for, but if you see it, this is something that's good. And, and, you know, whenever possible, you know, within reason, opt for the top tier very often you'll go in a city and there'll be gas stations on all four corners or three right so you might have a choice right there okay yeah pays to look around again yeah um your third idea is purchase gas from a warehouse club yeah i'm so curious about how you can save money doing this Yeah, well, um, Costco is very well known for very low gas prices. Ah. And also Sam's Club, 
and there may be a number of others that are regional. They buy, buy the, um, the, the gasoline in bulk and um, you know they, they sell it at quite a discount. When I, I, a couple of years ago, I had a, a BMW. Um, it was an older one, but it did require premium. And I actually wound up joining, co joining Costco for that reason. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I could save 25 cents a gallon by oh. filling. No kidding. Yeah, okay. so it was worth it. Now, the downside, of course, is uh, at least in California, pretty long lines there. So, you know, the way to try to get around that is go early in the morning, if, if at all possible, mm -hmm. or bring a book. But I don't like seeing long lines of cars idling. That bothers me. It seems counterintuitive to why you're there to get gas, actually, yeah. in some ways, right? Well, well, and, but, you know, I think a lot of things are counterintuitive. They think I'm saving money, but they're actually losing money, you know. Right. So you do have to kind of look at the big picture of it mm -hmm. and fit it into your schedule. Time is money, too, if you're waiting a long time. But maybe you can, you know, get up, um, you know, early and, and hit it just right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know you and I've mentioned earlier in our discussion here, you know, air quality sometimes makes a difference in various states, too, that you really don't want your car running for that amount of time. No, you, you don't. Mm -hmm. And long lines of cars idling are not a good thing. You're using gas and you're also producing emissions. Right. Um, yeah. Okay, moving on to number two. We're almost to number one, but number two. And I really like this when it comes to rewards. Everybody wants rewards, right? Everybody wants to be rewarded. How about a good rewards or credit card program? How do you find these that work for you, Phil? Well, actually, NerdWallet, where I, I work, specializes in uh, evaluating and comparing. So I'm sure that we have articles written, you know, what is the best gasoline credit card? Um, I did do some reading of our material uh, before writing my article. And I think that the takeaway here is choose a card that gets good benefits on gasoline, but also other things. Don't choose one just for the gasoline because the more you use it, the more you'll benefit from it. And then the other thing is make sure that you always pay the balance. Because if you don't pay the balance, any savings will be wiped out you know, by interest. No kidding. Oh, that's that's perfect advice and a good reminder, which a lot of these things are actually a good reminder, a good discussion point, I think, as people are trying to save a few pennies here and there. Yeah, well, I think it's important to know what you like to do. Now, some people treat the rewards card as a game. Oh. And they might have a spreadsheet. You know, they might have several cards in a spreadsheet, you know, uh, you can also always schedule um, automatic payments to make sure that you cover your credit card balances, mm -hmm. which is a good, uh, good idea. But I often think about the family that's kind of really scrimping to save money. And you don't want to be, as they used to say, penny wise and pound foolish. That's like the name of your show, right? It Pennywise? is. It's penny no. wise. Yes. No. <laughs> I thought I should wor work it in there. but Thank you, Phil. <laughs> yeah. And. I think too that if you do decide to go this route, take a couple of months and see if it's working for you, mm -hmm. you know, and track it and look at it, make a game out of it, maybe a family game, you know, it's Why not, not, yeah, it, I mean, as you say, everybody likes rewards, mm -hmm. so maybe set a goal, 
then once you get a reward, you know, you can go out to dinner or something. <laughs> I, I, don't, I like that. I don't know how many of these exist anymore. I do know some friends that have grocery cards that are attached to buying gas. So they'll shop at their local grocery store and get, you know, anywhere from five to 15 cents off a gallon, depending on how much they buy. Right. Is, is that typically worth it? Or does that feel that you're sort of getting pulled into the store to do one thing? And if you buy enough, you might get enough off of your gas price. Yeah, well, you want to make sure that there's no annual fee mm. for any of these things. So if there's no annual fee, there's no maintenance fees, uh, then it, it does help to, to do it. Of course, so many of these things are really done to get your information and, and, and track what, you know, your spending habits. Um, so that's like a whole nother discussion. <laughs> Well, we might have to follow up with that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Well, we are on to your top tip now. Yes. And this one seems to be smart and easy and probably fun. How about trying a gas price app? Everybody's on phones all the time. So why not? So what, what do you think when you put that as your number one tip? Yes, this is really, if you don't do anything else, do this, do this one thing. And the reason is that rather than having to drive around town and look at gas prices, or even go to your desktop and look at Google, you've got it right there on your phone. And you can see not only where the cheapest gas is locally, but you can see the spread of, of you know, the range of from lowest to the, to the, to the highest. And you can also dial in, like in my case, diesel, where because not every station has diesel, mm -hmm. you know, and you can look at premium, you can look at mid-grade, you can look at regular. Uh, some of these apps will also tell you what's available in the groceries, in the, um, the, gas, the gasoline station. Do they have like a convenience store, you know, that kind of thing. So this is something I think personally everyone should get. Yeah, now, yeah. Gas Buddy is the best known. Um, they got in early and they have a really good app. I can personally vouch for that, but there are others too. Uh, they're free and there's absolutely no reason not to use them. Uh, you Not only can you locate the lowest gas, but then you can navigate to, to it using yeah. you know your phone. Well, so, and I think people worry sometimes that an app is also going to include a cost, but um, there's typically not a cost included when you download one of these gas price apps. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there you go. It's, it, it doesn't cost you and you'll hopefully save money by using it. That's great. Yeah. Phil, what do you think is the biggest thing as people do start um, hitting the roads in greater numbers now, uh, as we see the price go up? And you mentioned too early in our conversation, more families probably getting out for spring break or Memorial Day is coming up. Fourth of July is huge. What is the biggest thing that you think people should be thinking about as we move forward right now? In regards to gas prices? Absolutely. I, I think it's good to know that they're going to be probably this high or higher for the summer. If you have a number of vehicles, like, um, you know, a lot of cars might have, you know, the, the husband and wife each have a car and maybe a teenager or even two have one. So you're looking at four cars. So any savings that you get, you got to multiply it times four and that's fairly significant. Yes. 
So I think, you know, a family could get together and kind of say, this is going to be our program, you know, download the app, get a rewards card, you know, pay attention and, and save money. And if you're taking a trip, some of these gas apps, you can actually set to say, you know, I'm driving from Los Angeles to uh, San Francisco, where's the cheapest gas along my way? Because I know I'm going to have to stop someplace. Right. So you can kind of plan, you know, in that way. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take long. It's kind of fun to do. And the savings can be significant. Mm -hmm. So why not do it? You know, yeah. there's, there's, there's just no reason. So get off Facebook, look at the gas apps. <laughs> <laughs> and then go back on Facebook and brag about how much money you saved. Oh, I love that. Sometimes that's the best way to learn from your friends and neighbors and who knows who about how they're saving money. Because I still think we're all in that situation where, yeah, money still means a lot and we want to save in any other ways we can. And especially when it comes to gas right now, people... I don't want to say panic, but maybe Phil, they do have that little rise in blood pressure going, oh no, I don't want to pay extra for gas either right now. Yeah. Well, gas seems to be one of those things that really push people's buttons. Yeah. <laughs> There's sort of a sense that like I'm out of control, you know, like, oh, it's rising and who knows how high it will go. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel like you're out of control. This is a way of sort of taking some control back. And we haven't even discussed other things like just driving more efficiently, getting better fuel economy, and those things can help too. This is just literally the purchase of gas. Yes. Oh my gosh. Phil, this has been a wonderful conversation. Again, thank you for taking us through so many great ways that any of us can try right now to save some money when you're at the gas pump. And uh, I really appreciate you taking time to uh, take us through your top tips and some other ideas along the way. Thank you, Phil. Well, I hope it's helpful. Happy driving and safe driving. <laughs> I love that. Uh, this is Phil Reed. And Phil, again, is an automotive expert and uh, editor for Nerd Wallet. And um, Phil, what a pleasure. Uh, I, I love how you said that. Happy driving. And I hope everybody has a wonderful vacation if you are driving somewhere for spring break or Memorial Day, whatever it may be. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes. I'm Terry Barr, and this is your Pennywise podcast, a new episode again next week. Have a great week. Now you're going to tell me you forgot to hit record. Oh, no. We are totally recording.